Episode 12. We are here. We are live in Elon, and I got a special guest with me. It's Mania Weekend, baby. I got my friend Brad Clear here. As you know, he's been on, like, what, half the podcast episodes, but it doesn't matter. We're back. We're here after a long hiatus. We are back on the game. Brad, how are you? I am as hyped as you can be for this best weekend of the entire year. When I let Brad into the building to record, he was like basically bouncing up and down. That's how excited <laughs> he was. How, how like what's what's the this the equivalent to in terms of excitement? Like what would you well, how excited are you and what would you like equivalent it to like a wedding or something like that? This is the biggest day of the year for you like your birthday? Like how excited uh, do you I think get it might be above my birthday. Why, <laughs> no, no, it's birthday. no, no, okay, it's not actually, but it's at that level. It's, it's a very exciting couple of days i i only get hyped for a few things i get hyped whenever i go to see a concert i get hyped for my birthday i guess like a banquet i guess for for my fraternity and then there's wrestlemania and it is the cream of the crop of sports entertainment in new york brad are you sad that you're not going well metlife stadium is about an hour 15 minutes from my humble abode in mount laurel um, so the Brooklyn stuff I would not have been able to go to, but I went to the last WrestleMania that was at MetLife Stadium, WrestleMania 29, 2013, probably the best night of my life. So yeah, I'm a little upset that I'm not going, but I'll still get to enjoy it on the WWE Network. Which you can get for $9.99. But um, <laughs> before we get into WrestleMania, a whopping 16 matches announced right now, we're going to get into NXT TakeOver New York. They're calling it New York this time instead of Brooklyn, like, five or whatever yeah well i guess because the whole like wrestlemania is like it's in new york but it's also in jersey but you know well yeah but yeah it's in jersey but um so we're gonna kick it off here and this is probably how the order will go minus gargano cole being third but we're gonna go war raiders versus alistair black and ricochet i i really like what they've been doing with ricochet and alistair black on the main roster like you know kind of having them flirt up and down between that and nxt yeah do they have a realistic shot? No. The War Raiders are going to win. Again, as you said, Aleister Black and Ricochet are already on the main roster. They are in the Fatal 4-Way SmackDown Tag Team title match at WrestleMania. This is going to be their last NXT match. But as oh, yeah. you said, um, I've really, really enjoyed their tag team on the main roster. I think they're great together. People really like them. I'm excited to see more of them together. But as far as this match... War Raiders all the way. Definitely. I, I agree, War Raiders. I, I really love Aleister Black. He's one of my favorites on NXT right now. Ricochet is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. War Raiders are going to have a, a go on a tear as champions. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to lose the titles for a long, long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But I think this is going to be a great opening match, hopefully. Whatever match it is on the show, oh, it'll yeah. be great. You know, There's not a lot of you know tag team depth, per se, in NXT at the moment. No. So, you know, as you said, the War Raiders are poised to go on a tear. So after they get done with Aleister Black and Ricochet, if they win, who do you see them facing? I, I genuinely don't I know. I don't know either. I mean, you look at the tag teams that are there. There's the Forgotten Sons. There's <laughs> the, the European Union. There's Oni and Danny Birch. There's the Street Profits, Mustache Mountain, whenever they want. Yeah. I really have no idea, but those are the teams that are at their disposal. Definitely. So unanimous in pick so far. We're going to go Pete Dunn. Who has what a seven hundred day reign? It's is, very close. Yeah, he he's the longest reigning WWE champion of the modern era in in like out of any champion right now. Yeah, which is yeah. ridiculous, and he is going up against Walter or yeah. Walter, however you pronounce. No, it, you say it how you want to say Walter. I guess would be <laughs> yeah, but Walter's gonna kill him. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> it's um, gonna be great. I'm very I'm looking forward to this match a lot because. Uh, Walter is one of those people here who you hear a lot of great things about. I've watched like little clips of him here and there. Yeah. I've never watched a match of Walters Dude, ever. I've never gotta. seen. So I'm very excited for it. I love Pete Dunn. This is gonna be a great match. But I think Walter's gonna get the title here. Definitely, dude. Walter versus Will Osprey. I think it was like a sh- the, sh- the show was called like Strong Style or something. It was wasn't it like, progress. Was it like over the top or something? It was OTT. OTT. Yeah. OTT. You got to watch that match. I'll send you it. It is absolutely phenomenal. 
Um, yeah, Walter's going to murder Pete Dunne. So we're two for two. R.I.P. Pete Dunne's chest. Yeah, and the United Kingdom Championship. I remember that match where he won it from Tyler Bateman in Chicago in yeah, 2017. Money in the Bank. What an awesome match. Dude, dude. And JR called it, and he actually didn't stink it up, which was awesome. Ooh. Ooh JR to AEW. We won't get into that. We could have a whole podcast about AEW ah, ideas. But we're going to move on now. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair versus Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm going with Bianca. I'm going to agree. I'm looking forward to this match so, 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 so much. Shayna is awesome. Bianca is a Charlotte Flair level prospect. She has Charlotte Flair what do you Char- mean? in the sense that she could be like the top, top woman in the entire. Well, Becky is now, but like sort of like a, a franchise-level top woman in the company who is incredible athletically and just consistently performs in big matches and has a kind of swagger to her. But back to the match, um, Kyrie's awesome. EO is awesome. Um, I'm going to agree with you on Bianca. Sky Pirates. Yes, exactly. I'm going to agree with you on Bianca. Uh, Shayna is, in my opinion, poised to go to the main roster. She's ready. It'll be interesting to see... What happens with Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke as a result of that? Io and Kyrie can always tag team and face Sasha and Bailey at some point or do whatever. B- Bianca kind of needs the title at this point, at least in my mind. I agree. Um, she's had she is no longer undefeated. Um, Kyrie's already been champion. Io is great, but I don't necessarily see her as the champion Io right could now. Be one day, yeah. sure, but I think it's Bianca's time. Yeah, I think it's Bianca's time. I think with Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, I think they could become a tag team in NXT. Yeah, and I think it's and maybe we one talked day about, contend. We talked about Io and Kyrie wrestling Sasha and Bailey. Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir could do the same, Why but not? Yeah. they are not main roster ready though. N- not not at all. But yeah, we agree there. Takeover if if you t- tune into this podcast expecting Brad and I to disagree a lot, like keep listening, but like you know, because it's it, it's incredible banter. But we, you know, we we, we kind of have the same outlook on well, the, the graps. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, not if you look at these NXT matches, as great as the show is going to be, like it's very logical. You know, I would say the two matches we haven't talked about yet are the most unpredictable. This Fatal Four Way is also. But those next two matches are more unpredictable. Yeah, NXT. One thing I've noticed about Takeover, and this is a good thing because, like, obviously, quality over. You want the matches to be good. You want the the storylines to be good. They're very predictable, but like it's a developmental uh, brand, and you not, should not necessarily. Sometimes, lot of them, a lot sometimes, are. sometimes. Like like the the mid card is very predictable, and that's not a bad thing. But um, yeah, like when when I was watching Champa versus. Uh, Velveteen Dream. Well, he, well, I, yeah. I knew Champa well, was going to win, but well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's hurt. Best poor guy to Chabasa Champa. Yeah. Sorry for taking all the heat off of yourself by <laughs> having that tear jerking documentary mini doc. But we're going to move on to the North American Championship oh. of NXT. Velveteen Dream, my Maryland guy. D R E A M. Yup, MCW versus Matt Riddle. I'm looking forward to this match. More than any other match on this TakeOver card. I agree. I mean, the Velveteen Dream is my favorite wrestler at the moment. I have said this to you before. He is the best prospect in wrestling since Randy Orton in the early 2000s. The guy has everything. He is. I am I'm incredibly, incredibly behind the Velveteen Dream. With that being said, this is a tough match to predict. I could see it going either way, but as you just said, I think Matt Riddle's going to win. Matt Matt Riddle's going to win because I I think you know larger picture. I don't think Riddle stays on the on NXT for too long, and obviously like that's a prediction and like nobody can tell. But Matt Riddle is one of those guys that entered NXT and was just miles above a lot of the roster. Well, he's 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 awesome. He's oh absolutely God. awesome. Um, we want to talk about disagreement. I'll disagree with you on the um him not being an NXT too long thing. I think he's kind of poised, like him and Gargano are kind of poised to be the two pillars of NXT moving forward Without a doubt. for at least the next like three to six months. I think Riddle for the next year. Um, but, you know, 
I, I'm going to say Riddle, but it would not you surprise me wrong. if Dream. Yeah, it would not surprise me if Dream won, but I think Riddle's going to win. Yeah, I agree. Matt Riddle is amazing. He's he's my favorite on NXT right now. Can't right fault now. it. Can't fault no. it. Velveteen Dream, obviously, like soft spot for him. He's awesome. He's amazing. But Matt Riddle. So we haven't disagreed yet, but maybe we will on this one. Gargano versus Adam Cole, the Baby. main event. Two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT Championship. All right, let's give our picks on three. One, two, three. Gargano. Oh, that's some content right there, too. All right, you get into your Adam Cole uh, reasoning. Adam Cole has been on a losing streak since he dropped the NXT North American Championship. He hasn't won matches, I think, on TV in a long, long time. He lost the um, halftime heat as well. And I think this is the match to keep Johnny Gargano busy without putting the title on him too soon. I And it's not too soon, obviously. You should have won it last year. Agreed. But I think Adam Cole's going to win due to the fact that he's been in a slump and NXT needs a new top heel with Champa out. Adam Cole's going to win. So you look at it in the sense that Cole's going to win and then Gargano's going to chase him? Yeah. Okay. That that's an amazing story. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's definitely possible. I think the one thing that you touched on that I think makes a lot of sense is the top heel thing. Yeah. Because I think to this point, before you know, before Champa got hurt, obviously Jar- Johnny Gargano was going to win the NXT title. Yeah. There were plans for that after. I look at it as the undisputed era. Sh- I I feel like it's time just for them to be on the main Push roster. Yeah. Uh, tag team-wise, I mean, they've already lost. Um, with Cole, he'd been kind of meandering for a while. With Johnny Gargano winning, the only thing that changes is the person that he beats in this match. It doesn't change anything moving forward. That's fair. However, I see your point where, let's say Gargano wins, the Undisputed Era ends up on the main roster, which at this point, I feel like they could have been there already. I, I've, I've been expecting it for months for yeah. them to come up on Raw. I still do. Because as we get into it, the Raw tag title match, I'll, I'll explain that more. Ah, um, okay. But, continuity. you know, let's say Gargano wins. Undisputed Era goes up to the main roster. You know, you look at the heel side, unless you turn someone or, or whatever, dream, you're you looking know, at... that tweener role. Yeah, you're he looking did. at like um, like a Dominic Dijakovic, potentially, which is just not no. realistic what, at this point. What, Cassius Ono? No. The point is, at, I just think that the plan was obvious for Gargano to beat Champa. So all I see this as is it gives Gargano a heel to beat. And Adam Cole, before being put into this match, would have been like the... I think it would have ended up being a triple threat with Dream, Riddle, and Cole. So Cole was just kind yeah. of there. So it was easy to just put him into that match to give Gargano a heel to beat. I just see Gargano winning because I think that's been the plan all along. And it doesn't change any plans afterwards. All right, so we disagree on the main event, which is fine. You know, uh, again, like no, no dirty diapers o- over any of the outcomes of this show. WrestleMania 35. Yes, let's get into it. So, this is the expected to be the longest WrestleMania in history, and, and I'm all I for am it. Here for yes. it, yes, exactly, yes. Um, yeah, for, I told Brad this a couple days ago, I said, I saw a tweet with like the Avengers runtime being like two and a half hours or something like that, three Mm -hmm. hours. And I saw a tweet where someone quoted that and said, well, WrestleMania is prepared for me, (laughs) prepared me for this. So before getting into any of the matches, particularly, which one are you most like kind of excited for? Um, the main event, Obviously. obviously. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, uh, I think, are the two that obviously stand out. I think I'm excited just for Batista to make his WrestleMania entrance. Triple um, H versus Batista is Yeah. Mine. I would say, if we have to look past those two matches, um, AJ and Randy, it's I think, gonna is going to be awesome. So those would be the three that stand out to me. Remember when they faced off on SmackDown like two years ago? Who? Uh, Orton and Styles right yeah. before Mania. Yeah. It was, it was a great match. I loved it. I just, they're two awesome guys, and the whole little story about that they have going on right now with the whole, like, I'm Randy Orton, and I was just born to be great, and I'm a WWE guy, and I'm AJ Styles, and I'm an indie guy, and whatever. It's just, it's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. I'm a flat earther. (laughs) Yeah, no, um, I'm a big New Legacy Inc. fan, and I was watching one of their videos, and they said, 
this feud is about two grumpy old men. <laughs> <laughs> More or less, yeah. Basically, two petty old men is what they said. The match is going to slap, though. <clears throat> Without a doubt. But, um, yeah, I think Triple H versus Batista is my, my most anticipated. Obviously, other than, like, the, the ones we already touched on. Uh-huh. I'm also really excited for Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor because I want to see the demon get a Make his big WrestleMania entrance. Hopefully yeah. they do it at night and not when it's dusk. That would kill the. Remember when Taker came out for Bray Wyatt? Well, they were on the west. They were on the west coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What it was like a four p.m. mania time yeah. there. But uh, it'll be dark within like an hour yeah, of the show give, starting. Give him, <laughs> give him his big rub. But um, <laughs> so we'll start there. Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor. Let's do it. Um, who you got and why? I think it's obvious here. Finn, the Demon Finn Balor, winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Getting his big demon entrance at WrestleMania. That's going to be really cool. I see why they made him lose to Lashley. Because, you know, you got to give him his moment. Yeah, exactly. I, it's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to it a lot. I think everyone is. Because everyone loves Finn Balor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hate Finn Balor. Exactly. And I, I wrote a thing. I wrote, like, a fan thing on, like, Cage Side Seat saying, like, what in the world happened to Finn Balor? But then, you know, I ate my words because he beat Drew McIntyre. He had a banger of a, ma- of a sprint match with Brock Lesnar. Yep. Mm-hmm. He won the Intercontinental Championship. He lost it. And now we're going to see the demon again. Can I ask one thing about the demon, Brad? Yes. What is up with the tongue? Like, oh, oh that. yeah, that was a little weird. And he did that in, in, um, at SummerSlam, too, against you know, Corbin. I, I mean, I don't really care. It doesn't really affect my enjoyment of the show, but it's a little weird. Chat me up, Bruce. Whose idea was that? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, something to wrestle. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so Finn Balor. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre is also one of the ones I'm anticipating. Yeah. I think Drew's going to win. Oh, no way. I think Drew's going to win because I think no they're going to put way. him versus Seth. Oh, jeez. No. You think Ro- <laughs> Wait, wait. What? Am- the guy just came back from leukemia. It's his first match. It's the big story where he comes and he's back the big and triumphs guy. against the evil heel. Oh, come on. Roman's winning. Know. Come on. I There's, don't know, Come on. Man. Roman's definitely winning this match. I, I mean, again, no dirty diapers on here. But come on. I'm going to stick to Drew just to be a contrary. The guy just came back from leukemia. I know. And Ro- Roman Reigns is he's the He's their shit. biggest star. I know. He's, he's not losing. Well, no chance. We'll see. <laughs> the Boston Hug Connection versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus the Iconics. Oh, Iconic. Versus, yep, Nia Jax and Tamina. This is one of two fatal four-way tag matches for a title. This one for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Boston Hug Connection for me. I agree. But looking at this match as a whole, I am a huge, 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 huge Fan of the Iconics. Me too. And I'm really, really happy that they were the SmackDown team that got into this tag title match and were not in the Battle Royal. I, I, agree. I I'm very. I just think they're very entertaining. They're really funny. I just enjoy watching them. So I'm happy they're getting this big spotlight. You know, best friends since a very young age. Their first WrestleMania together in a women's tag team title match. It's a dream. Yeah, exactly. And... Beth Phoenix being back, we I we had texted about she had this. That, she had that match and it was awesome. Yeah, she, she looks great. We had texted about how old you is know, Beth Phoenix. I'm looking that up. We yeah. had the discussion of you know was Beth Phoenix seen to be better than she was because of who she was wrestling at the time she was around, or was she actually really good? <coughs> She's come back after seven years or whatever it's been. She has not lost a step. It's fair to say that Beth Phoenix is really, really, really good. And I'm happy to see... 38 years old. Yeah, and she hasn't wrestled She's in like six it. years. No, and, and you know, like, obviously, you don't have to be a genius to know this, but women's wrestling was a lot different six years ago. Yeah, but she's more substance. than, but after being away for so long, she's more than held her own. Exactly. So imagine what she was in her, would have been in this age, and in this her prime. Era. Yeah. Oh my God. So, and then Sasha and Bailey are awesome. They're, they're amazing together, and I think... You know, while I said the storyline was stupid between them a year ago, I think it's paid off really well. Yeah. Nia Jax and Tamina, fuck you. That's all I got to say. I don't like that. It's a bit all. extreme, but... but I, I just don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy Nia Jax. That's fair. I don't enjoy her Twitter. I don't... I didn't remember that Tamina existed. Um, sorry. Your dad murdered a hooker. Um, oh <laughs> I'm in a petty mood today, Brad. Can you tell? Yes. But, um, yeah, so I think Boss and Hug are going to win. The Revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. The streak ends at Mania. I love Zack Ryder. I love Kurt Hawkins. They are best friends. 
They are both from New York. They're going just got engaged. Yes, that's right. So he's losing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> They're both from New York. They're best friends. The losing streak will end, and they will get an awesome WrestleMania moment together. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder all the way here. FTR. I, I have been looking forward to this. I they when they started teaming them together a couple months ago. In my head, I was like, man, how great would it be if they broke the streak at WrestleMania? You loved it. Yeah, and I didn't think it was going to happen. But then, this past week after Raw, they had a little YouTube clip where the um, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder sort of challenged them to a tag title match at WrestleMania. And the ri- revival responded. I am probably looking forward to the moment of them winning. You know, it's one of the five top things I'm looking forward to in WrestleMania. I, I, I'm a huge Zack Ryder guy. I used to watch... Z True Long Island story oh when he had the God. big O and his dad loved John Morrison. Yes, it was awesome. And I will always like Zack Ryder. So and Kurt Hawkins is great too. End the streak at WrestleMania with their best friend. Can't get any better. Yeah, the best part about them is that they're having fun. And you said you had a theory about Undisputed Era and the Raw Tag yes. title. So go ahead. Um, I'm not gonna let that slide. You guys As say we it. saw when Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32. And then lost the next night to the Miz. Sad. I think that Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder will lose the next night to the Undisputed Era. Ooh. All permitting that Gargano wins. Yes. That <laughs> yeah. is my prediction. And I will gladly eat my words when this goes up later on <laughs> Friday night. <clears throat> so the Andre the Giant Memorial. We're going to get the Battle Royals out of the way because, frankly, good. I couldn't care less. Oh, no. Uh, I could. No. They're going to be awesome. I, I couldn't. I, I, I'm excited. Like, like, like. I'm looking forward to watching them, but I don't have any investment in anything going on. Oh, just sorry, enjoy. sorry, Braun. Uh, but let's go to the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You think Braun wins this? Uh, yeah. I love Michael Che and Colin Jost. They're amazing. I watch them on Saturday Night Live. Shout out to the Weekend Update. But <laughs> like they'll listen to this. But yeah, I'm just saying. Maybe one day. It's gonna be awesome when they're in there with Braun. It's gonna be hilarious. I'm. I love I'm try what- to throw Braun out. I love these I love these big battle royals where everyone is just in there and it's just a giant cluster. I love it. You said you couldn't care less or could care less. I could not care more. I am very very excited for both battle royals and every match on the show. But, you know, the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, you know, if we've looked over at it the last few years, it's not a very predictable match. No, what Cesaro. Cesaro, Big, big show, show, Baron, Baron Corbin, Corbin, Mojo Rawley, and Woken Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy. That that was that's what I loved about last year's Mania Battle Royale. Oh, and Bray came when out? When Bray came out. For all we know, Bray could be a surprise entry in this match, he for could, all we know. Yeah. You know I mean, Bray the easy, the easy Bray answer. Bray and Braun in the final two. The easy answer is Braun, though, so I'll yeah. take the easy answer in Braun. I'm going to say Braun as well. I forgot, like, Andrade and all that were in the match, too. Yeah, but, you know. My favorite, Andrade. With, as, with how unpredictable this match can be, though, it could very well end up being someone else. But I'll stay with Braun just Andrade, because of that. Flair, and Charlotte of LIJ. <laughs> Los Ingrenables. <laughs> if you know, you know. So we'll move to the Mania Women's Battle Royal. I think Asuka's going to win. I'm going Lacey Evans. Ugh. Stop it. Stop it. I don't it. like Lacey Evans. Stop it. She's great. Um, so you look at the people in this match. Naomi won it last year. She's not going to win it two years in a row. It could very well end up being Asuka. Mandy and Sonya are your sort of... Last year, Sasha and Bailey had their dissension. It's going to be them. And this year, it's Mandy and Sonya. Everyone thought that one of Sasha or Bailey was going to win last year. <clears throat> it ended up being Naomi. <laughs> if Lacey Evans is in this match, she's going to win. And Why? Because... Why? I'll get... Because Who I... broke this shit? Relax, relax. <laughs> Lacey Evans, you know, when her music hits and she does the little walkout thing during matches or whatever... The whole crowd stands up. The whole crowd looks out to it. it. How cool would it be if like this match starts and she does the little walk down and she acts like she's going to walk back, but then she turns around and gets in the ring and gets in the match? I don't know if she'd get a pop or get booed. No, she's great. <laughs> I have said this to you before, but she Watching is her great. In the Rumble, she was number one in the women's Rumble. She's great. She can talk. She's got great size. She's got great athleticism. She's, she's got a great look. She has a very interesting backstory. She can really go in the ring. She's the total, total package. So she's going to be a huge star. I think a great way to kickstart it would be winning this battle royal. Yeah. They are obviously very high on her. And it's not its not as if you look at this match and there's one person that has to win or is so far up the card exactly. above everybody else that it should be their win, like Oscar. with Braun in the other match. Oscar. 
that's fair. <laughs> but I think this is Lacey Evans' match to win if she's in it. I Yeah, like... For those of you who may not know Lacey Evans, her her gimmick is basically the uh, the army poster with the with the girl flexing her bicep, saying like I want you to join the navy or whatever. Yeah, so it's a cool gimmick. It's a cool thing. Like I haven't watched really any of her matches. But She's I really good. I just don't like her main roster shit right now, and I hope that changes. I hope we do no. See I that. like it. It's awesome. I hope, I hope we see that at the women's battle royal. So we got those out of the way. Thank God that was like ripping a fucking bandaid off. Um, another pre-show match. Let's just get him out of the way. Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese, Cruiserweight so, Championship. I don't watch 205 Live. So. so, all right. So, I will say Tony Nese has improved a lot since the beginning of 205 Live and last year. His match with Cedric Alexander to clinch his spot in this match was really, really good. Tony Nese has become a standout in-ring guy. Big, big fan of watching his matches. With that being said... I am still going to say that Buddy Murphy retains the title here. Buddy Murphy's great, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't really add much more context because, again, I don't watch 205 Live. It but, kinda, um, you kind of looked at it. You know, yeah. if you looked at what was on the roster, Mustafa's not there anymore. That would have been a logical Cedric opponent. Cedric would have been boring. Cedric would have been boring. It would have been a repeat of last year. So you looked at the rest of the guys there that could have been a babyface against Murphy. You know, Gulak's a heel. Yeah. Uh, Oni, they're positioning as a heel. Humberto Carrillo is sort of aligned with Gulak and Jack Gallagher, so he's, he's a not of. He, he's he's like a. He's not, but like he's, a goofy he's heel. No, he's like he's kind of like pals around with them, and he doesn't really know what's going on, kind of thing. Got it. Um. He's so really, Tony Nice was the best option. So I'm looking forward to the match. To be a very good match, but yeah. I think Murphy's going to win. Yeah, I, I think Murphy's going to win too, because that just butters him up for other people. Uh, let's see what we got here. Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Samoa Joe's going to choke out uh, Dominic. <laughs> a part of me feels like they're... I could see John Cena being added to this match. Really? I don't know why. That's a part of me... You don't think it's going to be another match, which we'll talk about later? With John Cena? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, you, don't, you don't think he'll, he'll be inserted in something else? We'll no. Ta- we'll talk we'll about, about that. We'll talk about that. Um... I don't know why I'm thinking that. That just popped into my so head. So if it's just them two one-on-one, Smojo, Mysterio. I pick Mysterio. If it's just them two one-on-one, uh, I'll say Ray Mysterio also. Yeah. Ray, Ray is on fire. And, like, it, it's, it's so weird that his career has kind of gone, like, you know, up and up and up and up, and then he hit his, like, his downfall in the middle, like maybe like 2014. It, it all went wrong when he entered number 30 in the, in the rumble. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, he was fat. He's fat, but um, no, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was just, he was know, sort of run down of shape and he was, his knees didn't work. He got his knees fixed and he's like his he old got self his knees, now. He's got what? Stem cells. Yeah. yeah. Stem cells, baby. Shout out to those. Yeah. And he looks like he's in WCW again and he's wrestling like it and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe, I think Joe has been a good champion. You know, just because he, no matter, Joe doesn't need a title to be Samoa Joe, no. which is the best part. Yeah. He is awesome wherever you put him. And Ray's going to be a great champion. So I think Ray's going to win. Yeah. If it's just them two, I'll yeah. say Ray. So you think Cena could be added, huh? I'm not saying he's going to be, but it would not, like, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Huh. Okay. Because they okay. were working, they were working this weird little, like, Rey Mysterio injured his ankle on Raw against Baron Corbin thing. Yeah. Like, a little bit they were working that. I don't know if it's going to lead anywhere. My knee. <laughs> you seen those memes with Ray? No, I have not. Oh, dude. You're missing I don't know out. if it's going to lead anywhere, but, you know, if it's just them two one-on-one, I'll say Ray also. So we'll get into the match where I think John Cena is going to pop up. Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. This is not going to be a real match. I disagree. You think they're going to have, like, a seven-minute match? Well, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I think the match will be Kurt Angle beating Baron Corbin. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, but I don't think it stops there. I think it's going to be Cena, dude. I think Cena's going to come out and challenge Angle. That's what I thought initially. I would love it. I would, you know, as a, you know I, that would be an awesome moment, and I would love to see it. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's just going to be Angle beating Corbin in a short match, and he just gets a nice little send-off. Hmm. No hate on the big breakfast here. No, Baron Corbin's really good. Which yes. Is, which is the part that people like to overlook because just of how his character sucks. Or, eh, or, I don't it, think no, it sucks. It, well, some people think it sucks. I don't think it sucks. I, think they're I don't mis- think it sucks because he's a chicken shit heel. Well, That's people, what he is. I think it's that people just don't like him and think he's maybe boring. But, but he's I, not. 
yeah, I, I would. You look at Corbin, a guy at his size. He moves so well. He's athletic. He's good in the ring, and he just makes you want to hate him. Yeah, you got to realize. People got to realize rather that Baron Corbin's whole thing, not even just working. Like, like this is a shoot. He doesn't care about the business. You know. <laughs> no, that's not a shoot. Like his, his well, that's that's, that's what the ca- well, you know, the character is that he just doesn't care about anyone besides himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and he doesn't have any respect exactly for, for the business for for wrestling. Like he wants to go in there, beat people up, and leave. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. He'll do anything to do that. Exactly. And yeah, I, I like Baron Corbin. I want to see him move back over to SmackDown because I think he'd do more there. But I think Angle Angle's gonna win no matter. Agree. What. And if Cena comes out, if he doesn't. But if Cena comes out, he's gonna he's gonna beat Angle. Yeah, but, I, I that would be a really you know I, I'd be fine with that. Do I wish that John Cena was wrestling Kurt Angle instead of Baron Corbin? Absolutely. Yes. I, I a lot did, of dirty yeah. diapers on the internet. The, the on the raw that yeah, was. Yeah, I, I I had no dirty diaper on it, even though I would have preferred to yeah. see John Cena wrestle Kurt Angle. Yeah, I, I texted you. I was like, WTF? Breakfast? Why? No, <laughs> no, it's the big banter. No yeah, hander yeah. or no slander on the big again, banter. Again, if you know, you know. Um, shout out Frey. Um, so <laughs> this is the, the least structured podcast I've ever had. And it's <laughs> awesome. So we're going to move to Shane McMahon and the Miz, the potato faced dad of the Miz. Hopefully we'll be at ringside. I want to see Mr. Miz get involved. <laughs> I love Mr. Miz, George Mizanin, George Mizanin, the man, Mr. Potato Head. I'm going to go with the Miz on this I'm one. I'm going with the Miz too. I like the Miz. I think it's we're at a point now where I think people just genuinely respect the Miz. You can't hate him. Exactly. Well, I mean, you can because but he's like, a great but heel. Like you can't. I I mean, yeah, in the sense that like, in the sense that he's accomplished so much and he's this great dude with this great family and he's, he's putting so much now. work for the WWE. Like I said, people just genuinely respect the guy. And even though he's a great heel and people will hate him. People just genuinely appreciate how good he the, the is. Thing, yeah, the thing is, the thing I was going to say to bounce off of that is that when, when The Miz comes out and if he's a heel, you're like, oh, what a bastard, but he's so good. Exactly. And, and, and that, you can't be a heel at that point, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, regardless of if he, ever, if he goes back to being a heel, which he, it, he it will. It doesn't matter. He will. And it doesn't matter, which is the best part. Because The Miz will kill it. Anything you give The Miz, he's going to crush it. Exactly. And, you know, I'm not sure how much legs he has as a babyface without it being about his family. Remains to be seen. But as far as this match is concerned, it's got to be The Miz. I, I agree. And I, I want to give a quick nod to Shane O'Mac yeah. for being a very good heel. Just being the entitled rich son. He's like, yeah, my dad loves me. And then, like, a single <laughs> tear runs down his <laughs> eye because he knows it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? Mania 32, he jumped off the cage, went back stairs. He was just like, yeah, good job. <laughs> He's like, dad, why? <laughs> oh, poor Shane. But yeah, that's going to be a good, that's going to be a good sleeper match, I think. Yeah. Um, and with it being falls count anywhere. We're going to get Shane know, jumping off of something fucking hey, nuts. Maybe, might even be Miz for all we know. But the falls Ooh. count anywhere makes it a nice, crazy, unpredictable type match, which is always nice to have. And it's warranted considering, you know, the attacks and all that stuff. Exactly. It's going to be a great match. Exactly. I'm excited. Shane can hold his own on the ring, and I like that. Shane is good. I think people, a lot of people like to say, ah, oh, Shane again. Every match, just look past the last few WrestleManias. The match with Undertaker was great. The match with AJ Styles was really, really, that really was the good. That was great. Uh, yeah, you could make that argument, and it would be a very if justified Triple H one. versus Rollins wasn't as long as it was, it would have been my, night, my match. That's fair. Night. That's fair. And <clears> then the ladder match. And the tag match last year was good, too. And yeah. all the matches he's had in the last few months with the Usos, with the bar, Shane holds his own in the he's ring. He's the best in the goddamn world, Brad. Oh, yeah. Give him his trophy. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, the, Sa- the, the Saudi blood money trophy. Make Greg Hamilton <laughs> announce him. Oh, my God, dude. Greg Hamilton's also amazing. Greg Hamilton is awesome. He's the new Tony Chimmel, like, basically. Tony Chimmel was... We're going to go off on a little side tangent, which is fine, because okay. we have time. Tony Chimmel was the best announcer ever in WWE. Uh, no, give me Justin Roberts. The rated R superstar. <laughs> I'm taking Justin Roberts all day. Really? Oh, oh wait, no, 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 no. I take that back. It's the Fink. Oh, well, yeah. It's got to be the Fink. Yeah, well, yeah, modern era WWE. Yes, okay, that's fine. I got to say, Greg, Greg Hamilton's awesome. Because <laughs> the best in the world. world. <laughs> he, he has like this certain like, 
timbre to his voice. Like he's just like shouting down a hall. That <laughs> I love when he announces uh, AJ. AJ and Shinsuke. The phenomenal. Hey, yeah. What does he do? Oh, Shinsuke. Yeah, we know. It's oh awesome. It's awesome. Dude, Greg Hamilton, you're the best. Come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move into the real main event of the show. AJ Styles versus... No, I'm kidding. No, but AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I got Randy. This match is unpredictable. I got Randall. I'm going to go AJ, but I am not confident in that prediction. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going Randy for a couple of reasons. Number one, AJ doesn't lose anything because, like, you know, AJ's AJ. That, neither, neither guy no, would. No, 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 no. I think AJ is going to take a little bit of time off after Mania. Based on what? I, I, well, like, you know, he, he got a new contract, and I think that contract's like, I want to spend more time with my kids. But We're like, just making assumptions. I am making assumptions. Okay. According to Dave Meltzer. No, I'm kidding, no. But, um, no, I think, I think Randy's going to win because I think AJ wants to chill a little bit. Like, just on, on the card as well. Like, you know, he's been champ for a year. I mean, just give him a break. And I think Randy is going to be Kofi's first challenger for the, for the title, which we'll get into. The Randy and Kofi thing could very well Stupid. happen. But AJ's not going anywhere. AJ's no, going to win. AJ's staying. Yeah, I, I think Randy's going to win. Yep. Again, why, why could do you go think AJ's going to win? I'm because I could see it that AJ ends up on Raw. I think so, too. And Roman ends up on SmackDown? Well, Roman's going to be on SmackDown for Fox, without a doubt. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So maybe just, you know, getting the big win for him when he goes to Raw. I don't know. This could go either way. So I'm just going to say AJ. This is probably, that's probably the most unpredictable match on the card. I would agree. I would 100% agree. Yeah, I agree. Again, it's it's two petty old dudes fighting. Who are both elite all-time greats. Elite. Remember when people were saying Randy Orton was going to go to AEW? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my favorite, my favorite, like banter tweet from that was, <laughs> he's going to be working Kenny and Kenny. And, and that's not an. And this is not an anti AEW no. thing no, I at like all. AEW. It's just I have, Randy, I have a Randy Orton would never not be in WWE. Exactly, dude. <laughs> the, my favorite tweet was Kenny and Randy are planning out their match. Kenny wants a thirty-five minute like classic, and then, <laughs> and Randy goes. Your job into the RKO and eight minus entrances. <laughs> it's just the best, dude. Rand- Randy Orton's the best. I love Randy. That's, that's my dad's favorite wrestler. I Rand- love Randy. Randy He's Orton. great. Love him a lot. So we're gonna move on to Triple H and Batista. We're in the we are in the final four matches that we. Oh, we have five actually. But Triple H and Batista. I'm going Triple H. Give me what I want. <laughs> I'm going Triple H. Thank you, Batista. Uh, me you too. know, Batista had been talking for all these, you know, last two years about, you know, he wanted to have one last match. Mm-hmm. He wanted to wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania to end his career. He's getting that match. Yes, yeah. And <clears throat> Triple H is not going to re- retire from in-ring competition no as way. per the stipulation. This is probably going to be Batista's last match. And he's been clamoring for it to be this specific match on this specific stage. Triple H is going to win. I love Batista. I love Batista too, and it's going to be sad to see him go. But you know, he's got Hollywood. I'm just I, I more, love more to see so Batista than the match. More so than the match. I'm looking forward just to Batista making his entrance. I just love his entrance. Dude, when you hear the first chord, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dude, saliva. I walk alone. Great yes. Song. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be shouting that. I don't care who is here. I'm gonna be shouting. I walk alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope he gets pyro. And then they have the, um, with it being no holds barred too, like if it was a normal match, I wouldn't, I don't think the match would be that great, but with it being no holds barred, I think it's going to be a nice match. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fight. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Sledgehammers, all that. Ric Flair. I'm kidding. Ric Flair (laughs) could, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to speculate, but (laughs) Triple H is going to win. My my favorite of all time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So now we move into a match I completely forgot about. Usos. Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, Nakamura and Rusev, Fatal 4-Way Tag Match for the WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Who you got, Brad? I have no hard prediction on this. This one, I could see this one going... Aleister and Ricochet? It's either the Usos or Aleister Black and Ricochet. The Bar Uh, taking the pin or Shinsuke and Rusev. Agree. (laughs) I'll say the Usos, but I'm not super confident in that. But I'll say the Usos. I'll this say, match, yeah. though, 
Sorry to cut you off. You're good. This match is going to be great. It's going to be uh, amazing. It's going to be absolutely flame. This has a show-stealing potential. Why, or this match has a show-stealing potential. That? I'm curious. Look at the four teams in it. The Usos and Cesaro and Sheamus are two of the best four tag teams in the world. Shinsuke and Rusev are both in-ring beasts, even though they are both miscast as heels. Yep. And Aleister Black and Ricochet, as we talked about earlier in the NXT portion. Electric. They are, as you, yeah, perfect word. They're an electric tag team. They kill it in the ring. They complement each other perfectly. All these guys can just absolutely go. This is going to be a great match. My favorite thing is when Aleister Black does the moonsault into the, the Indian sitting post. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then, like, Ricochet does his little springboard yeah, thing. Yeah, uh-huh. And they both pose. And then and he's in the sitting down. It's and Ricochet's awesome, got his hand down. Dude. It's so cool. Dude. I think people really, really, like, with how the main roster crowds take to them, I think people really like them. They love it because it's a spectacle. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the main roster crowds, because, you know, they're kids, a lot of them don't watch NXT. Mm-hmm. So and when people they come still up and like they them. see this dude jump over the ring. Yeah, and I think it's cool. these people. And I think it's good, too, because... You know, as great as both guys are, I don't necessarily know how high their ceilings are as singles guys. I agree with as that. As a tag team, I think their ceiling is the roof. Yeah, I, I think they could be one of the staples of SmackDown Live tag teams. Either show, yeah. Yeah, you know, no matter where because they tore it up with the revival on Monday. Yeah, the um, they are a very very good tag team. So put them in there. Put. One of the best tag teams ever in the Usos in there, but one of the best tag teams that there is in the bar, and two elite in-ring guys like Shinsuke and Rusev, great match. It's going to be amazing, and that's going to be a good match. Even if it's like in a quote-unquote cool-down spot, it's going to entertain. Agree. that's the best part. Agree. So we're going to move on into the main title matches now. We're going to do Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, WWE Championship, and the weirdest complaint I heard about this match, and I, I know you don't like... Bring like me bringing up complaints here, like ah, it doesn't matter. No, because I don't. Well, exactly. Just, I, my thing someone is, someone was like, "Where was Vince for the contract signing?" Fuck off, dude. He wasn't at the first one. Exactly, but um, I don't. I don't read online complaints. I watch the show. It was on Twitter. I know, but I just I watch it. I enjoy it as a fan. You know, I, I, I don't need other people's opinions to dictate how I feel about a show. I, I like. I just like chaos, so that's why I do it. Not not the New Japan stable, but I do <laughs> like them too. Um, this but, is Kofi's <laughs> night, man. This is Kofi's night, and if he loses, they are gonna. He's fucking not losing. Show. He's not losing. But they could. He's stop it, stop it. Oh, the Triple H Booker T, dude. Stop That's it. All I gotta no, say. Stop. Kofi Kingston is winning this match. I, and I. What if the New Day turn on? Stop him? I'm it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm Kofi totally Kingston is winning this match. Outside of the main event, this is the oh best God. story going into WrestleMania. This is. The and nobody expected it. It was a very organic thing. It was awesome. If Mustafa Ali never gets hurt, this match is Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens, which would have been fine. But but now we have a legitimate. You know, this is the most beloved babyface since Daniel Bryan five years ago. And it's ironic that he's facing Daniel Bryan. And Daniel who Bryan hate. <laughs> and Daniel Bryan is calling someone else the B plus player. It all comes full circle. And then Kofi had the promo on the contract signing. That was amazing in Baltimore. Shout out to the Baltimore crowd for getting hype as hell for that promo. Kofi said to him, he said this line where he's, um, you're scared because you know how this story ends. Because, you know, Brian was in Kofi's spot five years ago. And, and Kofi's pinned him as well. Exactly. Multiple um, times. Or no, he hasn't pinned him, but he's come very close. He pinned him, he pinned him in a tag match. Did he? Okay. Yeah. So the point awesome. is here, Kofi is going to win the WWE Championship. Oh and my God. I remember when I first started watching full-time in 2009 in WrestleMania 25, he was one of those guys I really gravitated to because I really just thought he was so cool and unique and enjoyable. And after 11 years, being all over the card in all different ways, for him to get this moment, it's just so nice. I'm very happy for him. And and everyone loves, everyone's loved and appreciated Kofi Kingston. You know, whether it's the Rumble Antics, the New Day, whatever. I thought you were supposed to be Jamaican. Uh, (laughs) Kofi has elevated himself and he took the ball and absolutely ran with it. The best part, I think where people started to pick up on it were the promos him and the new day were doing on WWE.com. Remember the, like after the pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah. You mean since after elimination chamber Yes. about how they've been mistreated and all that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of like layers and depth to the story, which I love. Yeah. It was, 
I'm telling you, I know the main event is the big match of this show, but as far as just the quality of the storyline, this is the best yeah, one. You could say Ronda and Charlotte and all that. Well, it got very had, had some low moments. It, it got very convoluted um, mm-hmm. since the Rumble. Kofi has been organic, really in depth, normal, developed storyline, and the crowd is eating it up. Fun little tidbit as well: Kofi Kingston would be the first African American WWE champion. He deserves it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm rooting for Kofi 1,000%. I think the entire MetLife Stadium, I know you are, the entire world is rooting for Kofi Kingston. I'm play, I've been playing SOS through my headphones a little bit throughout He's the last week. He's going to come out for the new day, Bill. Uh, how, and we'll get into this at the end of the show. Yeah. How elaborate is Kofi's entrance going to be? The new day. What crazy shit are they going to do? I don't know. You know, I could see it being normal because he's all, you know, serious, serious about winning yeah. the title match. But I don't know. You know, we've seen them come out of the cereal box. We've seen them uh, come in the on pancakes. with the midget pancakes. I don't know. I think it might have been at SummerSlam or the Greatest Royal Rumble or something. They came out on like a float type thing. Um, They'll have the CGI pancakes like they always I'm do. sure they will. The midgets with the pancakes last year was hilarious. Oh, my God. Brad last year, and we talked about this because we had a recap podcast Literally, as soon as Mania ended last yeah. year, and now we're doing a preview because we're just going to want to take it in afterwards. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> the moment that had Brad dying on the floor was the pancakes. And then he also marked hard for Jinder, who is in the Battle Royal, by the way. Big Jinder guy. Big Jinder guy. But <laughs> now we're going to move on to the Universal Championship, the match that I am very reluctant to have reservations about. I have reservations too. Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Let's talk about the reservations and then we can lead them into our pick. Brock, please don't win. So, please don't win, Brock. <laughs> it would once Brock beat Roman last year when it was set in stone that Roman was going to win basically for the entire year. That basically means that anything can happen when Brock is wrestling for a title and when Brock wants to keep wrestling. He's not going to not wrestle. He makes so much money from them. The point is, is that Seth should win this match. Seth has been the on fire for the last year. This should be Seth's big win. But it would not surprise me if Brock Lesnar won. It would not surprise me if Brock Lesnar won. And I think to offset that, you get hopefully Becky, hopefully Kofi. Are you predicting Brock's going to win? I think Seth's gonna win. I do too, but I'm like but fifty-one. Like, fingers crossed. I'm like fifty-one you know? forty-nine. Seth over Brock. It, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like it would be a huge. I don't know what the fuck's gonna go on, dude. I it would be. I will say this though, it would be a huge mistake if Brock Lesnar won this match. I agree, and I think it, like it was last year, and and they would get shat on by the stadium if that happened. Yeah, not right. as much as if Brian beat Kofi, but people would be Brian's like, Brian's not beating Kofi. I know. I, I'm, I'm saying if he did, but people would be like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam again, which won't happen. No. Because I think, again, Roman's going to go to SmackDown. But still. It's got to be Seth, man. Please. But at the same time, with as we've said, with Brock in there, you just never know. You, I hate that we have to say that. But at the same time. But at, I will say this at the same time, though. It adds to the mystique of Lesnar. I like Brock Lesnar. I just don't like Brock Lesnar as champion. I agree, a thousand percent. I and I, I've like I have this theory. Brock puts on matches with people that he likes very well. I mean, and all you have to do is watch him. Want to work all, with. all you have to do is watch him wrestle Braun and watch him wrestle Daniel Bryan, and you'll see that. Or right Samoa in. Joe. Exactly. Basically, and then you anyone, watch him wrestle the Wyatts. Actually, he put on a good match at. Road no, Brock. the guy he doesn't like Braun. He does not like Braun. So basically, everyone Braun is fine. Shoot, need him in the head by accident. Like basically, watch him wa- wrestle AJ Finn. Brian, whatever. The Brian match at Survivor Series was amazing. I was like screaming and jumping up and down. That was the match of the year for me. The WWE well, match of the year. Uh, just because I was there, Andrade versus Gargano well, was yeah. mine. Yeah, obviously. But I, I, it should be Seth, as we've said. Sure. But I could see Brock winning, and as you said, them stretching it into Brock and Roman again. But I don't think that'll happen. Though. I don't think it will happen. Which makes me wonder why. Why would the possibility of Brock winning because happen? But you know, with if it happened last I know year, we're in circles right now, but still, if it happened last year, it could happen anytime. Seth though deserves it. Seth has been the you know we talk about the most consistent in ring guy. Including NXT. And promos. He's been on fire. Yeah. And people genuinely love him. I look at it as in-ring 
guys who deliver consistently over the last year, it's Gargano and it's Seth Rollins. And Velveteen I, Dream. Yes, and the Dream. That's fine too. <laughs> yes. But this is it should be Seth's night. I'm just really, really, really hopeful. Fingers crossed Seth Rollins wins and saves us. But um yeah. Brock Brock I think another thing that's gonna come into play with this story is the divert uh, diverticulitis or whatever, how Finn kept attacking his um yeah. his ribs and stuff. Yeah. Maybe that was just because the coup de gras is finisher and you know it attacks that midsection. One thing you notice <laughs> though like this is a shoot fight. Going back to what you were talking about about how he um he being Brock, you can really tell when he really wants to wrestle or enjoys wrestling a certain guy. Yeah. I mean he'll sell like crazy. He'll sell a move as if he's been like run over by a Remember truck. The stomps that Brian was doing on his yeah. Head? He Bro- sells like crazy. Limp. When Brock wants to, he is a beast in the ring. And we and we saw that in two thousand, like his early run too. Like you know, he tore it up with Angle. He tore it up with Undertaker. The main event when he wrestled Roman at thirty one was Amazing. one of the best WrestleMania main events ever. Because he likes Roman. Yeah. Or he at least respects yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brock. Please don't kill us, but also <laughs> drop the title. So we're gonna move on to the main event: Ronda Rousey. Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Live Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, the fucking man, <laughs> all in a triple threat match for both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. Becky, 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 man, she's awesome, ah, dude. Becky, she's so great. Marry me. <laughs> she Becky's is my wife. Okay, <laughs> a little, a little uh, creepy there, it's, it's, but it's fine. Becky is the top, top. Guy, girl, whatever. The top star in the entire WWE is and Becky Lynch. Business. Yes, and the business is Becky the Lynch. <laughs> this WrestleMania is all about Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is going to walk out a double champion. And Charlotte it is does. going... Can no, stop it. And it's going to be awesome. Charlotte need Ron in the face on the on the go-home Raw. And that was amazing. That whole brawl was great. That brawl... You don't... It doesn't matter where you put that in that show. That that brawl was amazing. That was wild. That's an all-time moment, too. Yeah, that was a great segment. That, that It's a stone... It's an Attitude Era segment, Yeah. Dude. That's basically what it is. I liked when um Becky and Ronda were both in the car other. together, and they slowly looked at each other, and they started kicking each other. It was great. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I was sitting there watching. I'm just like, yeah. I like when Ronda was, was shitting on Becky for having the fake uh, mugshot. And then and then she put she the fake mugshot on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. and, she, and she agreed to do the angle. But, <laughs> yeah, good shooting, Ronda. No, but Ronda's been amazing as champion. You can say what you want. As a champion, she's been great. Her promos are ass. Who cares? And she's amazing in the ring. Though. Who cares about her promos? Her, her promo, no, they, just, they just hurt my brain. Ronda is coming. Ronda is a Kurt Angle esque rookie of the year. wrestler in that she became an elite in ring superstar instantly. Oh, people God, can yeah. say whatever they want about Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is incredibly. Incredibly, incredibly Gifted. good. Charlotte Flair is incredibly, incredibly good. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair are both better than Becky Lynch in the ring. That's I not agree. even a question. Ronda Rousey is an elite quality in ring performer. And that's not taken away from Becky either. She's she's an amazing no, talent but in the ring. People, We're talking generational talents right here. Yes. But I think people sort of you know, they complain about Charlotte Flair being in spots all the time. Whatever, fine. But if you get to the point where you say that she's not good, then you just have your blinders on. I agree. The same I, thing I, I with defended, Ronda Rousey. I defended Charlotte like early on last year when people were just like, oh, I'm bored of her. Get off my screen. Yeah. Charlotte's fucking good, dude. Charlotte's great. She's a franchise-level superstar. A she's yeah. Got, she's, she's a career heel. She's a career... Yeah. She just... There's, she can't be a baby face. Well, it's like Ric Flair. You know, like, when Rick won... When when Rick was a baby face, it was like okay that I'm well, not trying to. But it got them. to a point with Flair you where know. people just genuinely appreciated him well, that, in his older age. Old, you know. Do you look I'm at talking WCW Flair? Charlotte is so hateable in the queen role, and she's not really like likable at all. She's perfect as a heel. For my legacy, she says it's for my family legacy. It's for me to become a nine-time women's champion. It's incredible. Technically, already, already an eight-time yeah. champion. Crazy, dude. Crazy. She, she she'll, she's gonna beat her dad's record. Yeah, she's gonna beat John Cena as well. Yeah, beat up John Cena. Oh, that's a throwback, dude. I miss, I miss that era of, of AJ. There's one Heel thing we, AJ. there's one thing we did not mention yet, what though. Did we not mention. So Becky's winning. We'll Elias's musical headlining segment. I was gonna say I wanted to get into all the extra stuff last. Okay. Elias, who's going to interrupt that? Taker? Oh, give me The Undertaker, please. Give me Taker beating the shit out of Elias. Because last year, Elias mocked Taker, you know, with the lights and stuff. Yes! It's continuity. Could you... Oh, man, that would be so... Elias in the middle of the ring and the gong hits. 
man, you will hear me all the way in New Jersey from here. Oh my <laughs> They'll be goodness! They'll hear us in fucking China. <laughs> like, oh Jesus my Christ. goodness! Please, it, it, it's going to be either Elias or John Cena. Or, I mean, Undertaker or John Cena. And I'd be happy with both. That's the thing. I, 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 like, you know, we talked about last year saying, like, this had the potential to be the best mania of all time, like 34 did. I think 35 is a mania where you can go, okay, well, if this doesn't happen, I'd be fine with it. I think it's. I think it has the potential to be the best of all time. 16 matches. Every match is a good match. I think if you look at. Every match has a story. You look at the current state of WWE. Every single year, they have the ability, with the amount of talent they have at their disposal, to put on an all-time WrestleMania. Every single year. This show has the potential to be an, all, an all-time WrestleMania. No question about it. No, no. I think this, this Mania already lines up to be better than last year. Knock on wood. I don't want to jinx anything, but you know. Last year's, I thought, would be better. It was still good. Yeah, but yeah. Remember, yeah. We, well, like, remember, we came out of it, and we were like, okay. The, it was good, but like, it could have been good. better. Exactly. And we were like, oh, I feel like I wanted some more, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, but it had, Mania 34 had some great moments as well. Agreed. But um, I, I think, think 30's still my favorite Mania ever. 30 and 31 were both really, really good. 31 was really solid. Yeah. Because that was a solid My show. favorite, like, I know people don't, people don't like it because they didn't think it was a good WrestleMania, right. but I was there. It holds a special place in my heart, so 29 is my favorite. Anytime you go to WrestleMania Live, you're not going to think it sucks. Like, you know, 32, people thought it sucked. And then, like, oh, it would have been the best night of my life yeah, if I was and there. And then, yeah, I watched, like, you know, like, I was a big what culture guy. And, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. the, the now cultaholic guys, sure. who I still love. They, they like you know they're coming out of they're, they're glowing and stuff like that and I'm like okay well I can't take away from that experience you know because going to WrestleMania live has to be the best thing it was in the, the best world. night and I hope I can do it one day Dad please pay for my tickets <laughs> it was the best it was the best night of my life oh my god dude I'm not awesome. I'm not exaggerating in saying that it legitimately was so what's your favorite we're gonna go into a couple rapid fire questions before we wrap up here right around the hour mark nice um, favorite WrestleMania match of all time that you've watched Ooh. That I did have to be like watching it live or any match, any match that you that you've witnessed live, like watching it live, like on TV or something like that. Do you have yours? No, oh, <laughs> no, man. that's why I, I don't like to think about this. I was not prepared. It's fine. because uh, like I've been watching Mania since twenty two, and I took a little break in between twenty five and yeah, I didn't watch twenty five. I watched twenty six. I did not watch 28. So I've seen everything from 22 up except for 25 and 28. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. That was going to be my pick. I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. yeah. That 26 one, is damn good, too. That dude. one is there. 26 is in there. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. Um, I wasn't. I mean, I, I've watched. Can, oh, I can, watch I, can I say when I've, like, you know, because I've gone back and watched so many different That's things. That's fine. You can say If that. we're including all those. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania at 21. WrestleMania 21. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's a good one. That, that so would be my answer. ones that we've gone back and watched, and then ones that we've like witnessed through pay-per-view or whatever. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H is one of them for me. That match was fucking incredible. Yeah, and the main event where he ended up winning was great, too. Oh, well, that, that was just a great um, overall story as well. Yeah. The, Ro- the stretcher spot. Roman and Brock with Seth cashing in has to be up there. That's one of my. That's my favorite WrestleMania moment of all time. That's very I justifiable. So. What about I, you? What was your favorite WrestleMania moment? Oh man! Oh, well, Daniel Bryan winning the title. I, it has to be Daniel. It has to be Daniel. Other Bryan. than that, I, uh, for me, for me, it's Seth cashing in the heist of the century. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, and the streak ending. Dude, oh. I remember. I remember watching that because, like, my my like, I I didn't really like embrace being a wrestling fan until I got to school and but, met me and met Brad. Yes. Um, <laughs> so when did you guys first meet? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember watching Mania 30 in the basement of my house. I was laying down on the couch, and I was like, "Okay, this match sucks." <laughs> and then which one? Taker versus Brock, because you mm-hmm. know Taker got concussed. Yeah. But <laughs> fucking. The, the Brock hits his third F5, whatever. One, two, three. And it's just like my ears had been like covered or I just, I did not have ears. Cause I, I thought, I thought I went deaf cause it was silent in the arena. I'll tell you my story. So 
I used to watch it. My jaw was dropped wide open. I went upstairs, told my dad and my brother who were sitting watching TV. And they were probably just like... And even they were like, what? I remember watching that <laughs> match. And I, you know, I go into that match. I'm like, all right, foregone conclusion, Undertaker's going to win. And the match was not that great, as you mentioned. So I remember I was sitting on the chair that I watched pain. it on. And my dad was on the other side. And, you know, I, I actually picked up my phone to text someone real quick. And Brock Lesnar hit his third F5, and he pinned him one, two, three. And he pinned him, and then in my head, I'm just like, wait, no, that can't be right. They're going to restart the match or something from some sort of disqualification. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it was like that. And in my head, I'm like, no, there's going to be disqualification. There's going to be something. They're going to restart it. Undertaker's going to win. And it just didn't happen. And I remember sitting there, and I'm just like, sitting there, staring at the screen. And in my head, I'm just running through all these different scenarios of how can they restart the match? There's no way he's going to lose. And then they announced that Brock won. And I was just sitting there like perplexed and in disbelief that that actually happened. Dude, it didn't hit me until the 21 and one came up. Oh. There's a conspiracy theory floating around that's, uh, <coughs> it was supposed to say 22 and oh, and that like some fans thought that they saw it or something. That's, on that's, the screen. that's not, it's bullshit, yeah. but it's also interesting. It's just funny when you watch, I like how Paul talks about it. When you watch it. certain moments that really were so meaningful and incredible, you can remember everything that you were doing in that moment. I can remember the chair I was sitting on, the device I picked up, and the way I looked at the screen and the exact thoughts that went through my head. That's like a profound memory in my life. I remember, yeah, I vividly remember running up the stairs, telling my brother and my dad, because my brother used to watch wrestling too, and then he realized it sucked. I'm kidding, no. Professional wrestling is better than anything you like in terms of John Oliver and what he said, which is awesome. He said professional wrestling is better than what you like, and he's serious. But um, we won't dive into that. That's dumb. But um, I remember running upstairs, telling my dad and my brother who had watched wrestling, The Undertaker just lost at WrestleMania. They turned to me. They paused the TV and go, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and it's, it's just a moment. And then, you know, all that was offset with Daniel Bryan winning. It was awesome. Mania 30 is my favorite Mania because it's just it's so much wrapped into one. Yeah, I'll give you shield beating the new age I'll give you and Kane as well. 30, 31, besides 29, 29 besides 29. Okay. 30, 31, 17, and I really, really, yeah. I really, really like 19. I watched 19 back. It's not as good as I thought. I like Lion Teen a lot. I, Love it. I, I like Lion Teen? Is that it, oh, 19, Lion sorry. Tamer. But, yes. um... Yeah, Michaels Jericho is an amazing match. Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, and Stone Cold and The Rock, and Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the match was Triple good H until taking twenty three minutes. The match was good until the wrong ending happened. Yeah, I love I love Triple H though. Again, like I, I say all this lightheartedly because he's my favorite wrestler. Hence, why if you want it behind the scenes, why my podcast is called the Game, and why I use Triple H's entrance. I'm gonna take a second to tell the, the whoever two people might be listening to this, why it's called The Game. I was sitting with my friends Aaron and Christian in their room, and I was just dicking around watching wrestling. And I pulled up Triple H's entrance when he was world champion in like 2003 on Raw. And I said, imagine like walking into a party like this or something like that with the music and like the water and you have your giant gold belt. And they're like, that's a sick song. You should play it on your podcast. I was like, well, I like play Fat Lipped as, as a name. It was an inside joke. But the game's more marketable. And I thought about it. And I turned to Christian. And I go, I'm going to change my podcast name to, the, name to the game. And he's like, that's actually pretty sick. And like, wouldn't this be a great intro song? So that is why the podcast is called The Game. Speaking of the game, what is your favorite entrance in WrestleMania history? Ooh. I have two. I think the classic one has to be Andre coming to the ring with Bobby Heenan in on like the thing. on the portable ring. Sadly, it was because he couldn't walk. Yeah, but I think that's just a classic. I think um, the Undertaker, the, un down. the Undertaker entrance at twenty nine, where he came out and all the hands were coming up. I think that was really cool. What a what a match! Also, Punk and Undertaker. Up until the Andrade Gargano, well, okay, that's the third best match I've ever seen in person. I would say. What's the second? Uh, Brock versus Cena versus oh, Les you bastard. versus I forgot Rollins. You went and saw that at the Rumble in 2015, and then number one is Andrade and Gargano. I got you. So the Undertaker one for you, you like? That was my. That's my favorite in person. Well, at that WrestleMania it was the best match. So yeah. Oh, and that was the one where CM Punk had Living Color playing Cult of Personality. I right? remember when that like match live, when right? that match happened. The sort of atmosphere in the building. And like the sort of like yeah let's 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 fucking go whatever, 
that was like the the big the biggest sort of big fight atmosphere of any match at that show. Really? Yeah, it was like there was this big energy. Everyone was really amped up. Yeah, for sorry, that match. CM Punk. As much as you want to think that the main event is the last match on the card, which it is. That I mean, was that the was main, the that yeah. was the main event. Yeah, and that because John Cena and The Rock, as great as it was, was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Um, my favorite WrestleMania entrances. I have two. WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels coming down with the white light, and he's in the white suit, yeah. and he's God or whatever. Triple H, WrestleMania 27. I thought you were going to say 22, but yeah, 27. 22's good, but with, 27, with he had metal, like the yeah, Metallica the song playing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like mocking the gong and stuff. Yeah. And then the, like the, the Game of Thrones nights and stuff, and that was where he debuted the, the skull helmet that he wears in Mania. Yeah. Also, WrestleMania 30, Triple H. When he had, uh, oh, where he came off the throne and yeah, all that. Yeah, and then Charlotte recreated it at 34, yeah. and I was pushing you around, like, look yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, Oh, my God. And Shinsuke with um. Nina oh, Stroud. Shinsuke's last year was Shinsuke's fantastic. Shinsuke's was the best, honestly. Imagine, imagine turning him heel after that. So stupid. Yeah, I said the, it the instantly. The heel turn was good. <laughs> but it was stupid. He should never be the a heel. The first month he was a heel was good. I, the second and it happened, the second it happened, I thought it was stupid. And over this last year, like, there's certain well, people. I think who, Shinsuke's been phoning it in. Well, he's, regard, been, he's been Naitoing his matches. Reg, regardless <laughs> of if he's phoning it in or not, people genuinely like him and want to cheer for him. Yeah, he's awesome. And they can't because he's a heel. In Japan, was he a heel a lot of the time or a face? I, I'm just I, curious. I don't know. I yeah, think he I was a baby face it. majority of the time. Yeah, because it was like him and uh, Okada kind of came up on chaos the same. Well, Shinsuke had chaos, and then Okada came Shinsuke up was before. Him. Shinsuke yeah. actually wrestled Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar was the IWGP champion. So that shows you how far. Like, Shinsuke and Shibata and Tanahashi were the same class, and then Okada and Naito were the same class. Okay, yeah. Because, again, I'm still in. You got me into New Japan. Yes. And then now we're like, ah, eh, New Japan, whatever. I think Supercard of Honors tomorrow, which I should think be fun. Both of our interests inevitably are going to wane because the elite are not going to be there anymore. And the WWE rocks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it never hasn't. Uh, AEW will be cool. I'm very excited for AEW. I hope they succeed. I think there's significant obstacles in their way to do so. But I think everyone wants to genuinely see them succeed because people genuinely really like them. I really like them. I do too. I hope they succeed. I don't know how they're going to get a good TV deal. I think they're spending way too much money on talent. I think they could be streaming. They could do it. But uh, how? But the point is, is how much how can they get in rights they, yeah. fees? But with that being said, I am. I love the elite. I hope they do great. I really do. Me too. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. That's it for Mania. I guess we'll see you guys on Sunday. WrestleMania 35. 5 p.m. start time, right? Isn't it that one it is? Uh, it's like 5 p.m. to midnight or so, yeah. Good Lord. We're gonna oh, be stop up complaining. It's no, it's going to be awesome, though. I'm not, I'm I not wish it was 4 to midnight. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's going to be a long show. It's going to be a great show. A lot of matches on the card. Takeover tonight. Takeover New York. I'm excited. Brad, are you excited? Yes, let's go dream. All right, you made it all the way this far. An hour and seven minutes in. That camera, that camera. No, not the hot ones. <laughs> but... Uh, Tell the people what you got going on, Brad. Podcast? Yes, you can listen to my podcast. It used to be every week. Now it's about every two weeks or so. But it is on podcast.com. It is titled After the Final Whistle. Yes. And my name is Brad Clear. B-R-A-D-K-L. Yes. Brad Clear. K-L-I-E-R. Follow me on Twitter at... Brad Clear, spelled K-L-I-E-R underscore. Andrew, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, anytime. So this game episode will be up Friday evening. Excited for TakeOver, excited for Mania. I'll be putting this up on Twitter. Let me know. I'll probably be uh, tweeting out my predictions from the game podcast. But until then, goodbye and good night. Bang.